Father Rarick and my dear brother priest and deacons and all dear friends in Christ Jesus. All of us know the importance of situational awareness, the need we have to see and understand our surroundings. Our most basic instincts are built to identify the threats and the problems that we face is also how we ought to respond to them and avoid them in the future. Situational awareness is critical, whether we are making a complex decision or simply parking our car and walking down the street. But our higher powers of faith and reason allow us also to see the opportunities that are in front of us and the needs of those who are around us. Let us try to place our awareness of the challenging situations we face in their truest light. And to do this by entering into the situational awareness of Mary and Joseph. Mary was with child. The journey from Nazareth to Bethlehem was difficult. In the dead of winter, Joseph could not find a place for them to stay. And Mary ended up giving birth in a crude and barren stable. Yet, aware as they were of the dangers and the poverty of their situation, Mary and Joseph had an, an, an even greater awareness of being surrounded by God's love. They were aware that God was working in and through a dire situation. On this Christmas day, let us humbly ask to see how God is working in and through the situations that you and I face in our world, in our nation, in our church, and in our personal lives. Whether it is interior darkness, or the conflicts and violence that threaten us, or illness and death, or material and spiritual poverty, or struggles with our faith. Let me briefly address these situational challenges so that we, like Mary and Joseph, may be more keenly alert to how it is God is present among us and in us and how God is working in our lives. Beginning with the challenge of interior darkness. You know, at this time of year, we're all aware of how short the days are. The darkness of winter can be a symptom and a symbol of an interior darkness that can affect us often at Christmas as broken relationships and faulty coping mechanisms seem to haunt us. Long ago, the night sky was lit with the glory of God as he who is God from God and light from light descended from the realms of endless day. 
to become one of us so as to show us the Father's love and to reveal to us our dignity. Let us greet the one who is light for every human heart and ask him to illuminate our interior darkness with his eternal glory. <coughs> and what to make of the threats of war and violence. You know, even as we went about getting ready for Christmas, buying and wrapping presents, preparing festive meals, decorating our homes, even then we could not erase our awareness of how violent and war-torn the world is, whether it is the Holy Land or Ukraine or our city of Baltimore. We're aware of the pain experienced by hostages, refugees, and grieving families. But let us also be even more aware of the angels' refrain, glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace to people of goodwill. And then let us beg the Prince of Peace for the grace ourselves to be peacemakers and, and to lead us and our fellow citizens and our leaders in the ways of peace. And then there is our awareness of sickness and death. And I think we can all attest that few things are more difficult at Christmas than to be confined in a hospital or a nursing home. Chronic and life-threatening illnesses have a way of playing havoc with our joy at Christmas, whether it is ourselves or our loved ones who are suffering. So too, the death of loved ones weighs heavily upon us at Christmas. This is something I can speak to personally, having recently lost my own mother. We wrestle with the awareness of our fragility and the shortness of our lives. So let us bring suffering and death and the questions they create to the stable. Though helpless in a manger, Jesus lying there is our divine physician who came to heal our wounds by being wounded and to restore our life by sharing our death. Let us lay at his feet that which is most difficult to understand or accept, convinced that he has overcome our weakness and has defeated our death. And what of the material and spiritual poverty that surrounds us? Well, traveling the length and the breadth of the Archdiocese of Baltimore, I see scenes of wealth and poverty and everything in between. In Maryland, as all of us are aware, wealth and poverty exist side by side, heartbreaking poverty, heartbreaking human need, side by side with prosperity. 
add to that the spiritual poverty that so many suffer from, especially those who feel themselves separated from God and the church. Let us address both material and spiritual poverty by entering again the crude stable where Mary gave birth to Jesus. Aware that the Lord Jesus shared our poverty, may we gladly share what we have with the poor, gladly console the sorrowing, gladly protect the vulnerable. Aware that God loves us so much that he sent his only son as our redeemer, let us ask him to fill our inner poverty with the riches of his truth and love. And what of our struggles to believe and to practice the faith? If you regularly attend mass, you are aware that in many places, there are declining numbers present on Sunday. Really can't blame those numbers on COVID. The numbers have been declining for decades. Some have left because they no longer agree with church teaching, others because of scandal, and still others because of indifference to God and to the faith. Maybe some of you who are here this morning feel that your faith is wavering. And who of us, even the most devout, has never doubted? If the darkness of unbelief or the numbness of indifference has overtaken your heart, then listen again to the joyful song of the angels. Share the amazement of the shepherds who announced the glad tidings of the Lord's birth to others. Behold, the obedient faith of Mary and Joseph as they adore the Christ child. Listen and believe as the beloved disciple John announces to us, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Let us become deeply aware that Christmas is not about our search for God, but rather about the God who has come in search of us. We will celebrate Christmas rightly if the humble situation of the stable invades and transforms all the situations in which we may find ourselves. And more than that, invades and transforms our hearts and changes our lives, not only at Christmas, but every day. Let us peer into the crash. Let us see the one who is the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings, and then receive him worthily into our hearts by receiving Holy Communion, <coughs> asking him to dwell in us and to transform us so that the light might shine in the darkness and the darkness not overcome it. May you have a most blessed and a most joyous Christmas. God bless you.